0: Welcome to 321 iRelaunch, the podcast where we discuss return to work strategies, advice, and success stories. I'm Carol Fishman-Cohen, CEO and co-founder of iRelaunch and your host. One of the byproducts of more employers running return to work programs and programs running for longer durations is that there are more relaunchers inside organizations and more relaunchers moving into senior roles. Today we speak with Lori Taylor. Lori is head of America's Corporate Lending and Derivatives in Credit Risk at Goldman Sachs. She relaunched her Wall Street career by participating in Goldman's Returnship Program in 2015. Lori attended our iRelaunch Return to Work conference in the fall of 2014, where she met Goldman Returnship Program recruiters and subsequently joined their 2015 cohort. Lori advanced from her Goldman returnship to a managing director role in five years. We're gonna learn more about her relaunch and career progression today. Fun fact, Lori came back to our iRelaunch conference in 2018 as part of the Goldman Sachs team to meet with attendees interested in the returnship program that year. And we love it when our relaunchers come full circle from conference attendee to successfully relaunched company representative. Lori, welcome to 321i Relaunch. Hi, Carol. It's
1: great to be here, and thank you for having me.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. And as we always do when we're talking to relaunchers, we want to start with hearing about your career prior to your career break and what led to your career break. Great. Um, Happy to share that. Uh, I started my career at G Capital,
1: and I had many opportunities at that firm, including a brief role overseas. But for most of my career there, I worked in their sponsor finance business, both on the credit and underwriting side, as well as covering private equity clients. Um, I traveled a lot for my jobs, and so did my husband. And after I went back to work, after having my first daughter, I realized I wanted to be home with her while she was little. So I decided to take a career break. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortly thereafter, I had my second daughter. So what I thought would be a couple years break. Rapidly became a six to seven year uh, career break for me Mm -hmm. Uh, while I really enjoyed it. And it was great to spend time with my girls uh, as they started to grow up and be more in school. I realized I had a lot of work experience and I wanted to relaunch back into the to the workforce,
0: you know. I think to a person, when we speak with individual relaunches, and of course, we've spoken with thousands of relaunches over time, um, but you're saying something that we hear often, that you expect to have a, a shorter career break. And then the next thing you know, more years have gone by. So uh, that's that's something that uh, I, we feel is very consistent in terms of relauncher experiences. So how did you find out about the iRelaunch Return to Work conference? I know it was a few years ago. Do you do you remember? I do. Um,
1: I actually, I heard about iRelaunch from another mom at my daughter's school who had done the program herself and had actually joined Uh, Goldman in the returnship program. And she knew I was thinking about going back to work. And she said, if you're thinking about it, she's like, I recommend you go to this. It just is a great way to start thinking about what you want to do and and getting back into the workforce. So um, at the time when I attended the conference, I wasn't sure I was quite ready to go back to work. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it was a great first step for me a sort of stepping stone to say, what would be involved? What do I need to think about? How could I prepare for this process? both personally for me and my family, but also in terms of networking and interviewing and getting prepared uh, to relaunch. Um, At the conference, I was able to meet representatives of many firms. Mm -hmm. Um, What was really interesting to hear and what sort of struck me when I met with uh, people at Goldman was, you know, not only did they have this program, but they were you know, I think the first bank to launch this program. They launched it in the midst of the financial crisis and they stuck with it through the financial crisis. So to me, that said a lot about their long-term view of finding pools of talent Mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily traditional pools of talent. And having been out of work and meeting people, I, I saw a lot of really talented people who had taken a career break. So that really spoke to me. And then the second thing I really liked about it was there were several prior returnship participants who were there, who were at the firm, who were able to share their experience and talk to me about what the returnship was like and also, you know, the culture and, and the firm.
0: Yeah, that's a good point about Goldman's returnship program was the first returnship program launched in 2008. And yeah, right rode all the way through that recession. We know and I relaunched because we started in 2007. And this is not our first recession that we just went through. Uh, so uh, we we were there also writing all the way through uh, and holding our conference every year d- during that time. So what happened after the conference? Uh, what do you remember the process and the timeline and what, what what were the interviews like?
1: Yeah, it was pretty quick. So I think the, the conference was in late September. I think the deadline for Golden was literally October 6th. I remember mm-hmm. that at the, that year. Um, and as I said, I was sort of going through this. Do I want to go back now? Should I wait a little while? My youngest had just started kindergarten. So, you know, it felt like we were already doing a, a bit of a transition. And I decided You know what, it doesn't hurt. (laughs) Like, it doesn't hurt to apply. I liked what I was hearing about the programs. And so I thought this was a good way to test out and see what I wanted to do. So I ended up applying for that October 6th Mm deadline. You know, I had sort of a screening interview, which was helpful. I also um, knew someone who'd been at Goldman in the returnship program, and then I'd met some people in the returnship program at the conference. So I, you know, reached out to people and sort of wanted to understand a little better about the program, but also the firm and the culture. So I was sort of doing that work along with, you know, sort of doing preps for interviews and things I hadn't done in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that moved pretty quickly. So I think, you know, the the returnship program that I was accepted to started in January. So I think sometime in November or December I had November, I did the interviews and I think December I had an offer to to start. So it it moved much faster than I expected. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was pretty, it was pretty exciting once you start, you know, getting back kind of like a bicycle. You, you, you think at the time you're like, how am I going to do this? And then you start, you know, looking at what you've done and what you've done in the past and your experience. And it, it starts to fall into place. And um, I think it was helpful to have also some network of people that I was reaching out to, to, to understand the process a little bit along
0: the way. Mm-hmm. And so right now you're in corporate lending and derivatives and credit risk. And- did you start in a different area of Goldman and evolve and end up in in where you are now or have you always been in that area since the beginning? So I
1: when I was looking to come back I specifically was looking at risk and credit risk. I thought it would be a good fit with my background. So I ended up doing the returnship in credit risk. Um, I've been in credit risk the whole time, but with sort of expanding responsibilities and different roles, um, which has been great. And 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 so it's been a, a bit of a transition, but same area of the firm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm thinking about it because I, I worked for Drexel in the late 80s in their corporate finance group. And, you know, they, they did, did so much in, in the high yield market. And a bond market, and after my eleven-year career break, I went back to Bain Capital in their high-yield debt management group. So, um, not not exactly the same, but um, related uh, area. Can you talk a little bit about just the the technical piece of it, like the financial analysis piece and the spreadsheet part, and 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 how you you know you just thinking about risk again and the the actual products. Um, what was that like? to yep. um to figure that all out.
1: Yeah. Again. So <laughs> that was one of the eye-opening experiences for me partway, you know, when I was preparing but also through my returnship was you know that I have certain skills and experiences and knowledge from my prior experience, my educational background, etc. And what I found is like markets change, but a lot of the fundamental skills you have are the same. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to level set with what's the market looking at right now, but you also, the fundamentals of how do you look at, for in my role, how do you look at the company? What are the technical skills, uh, quantitative analysis that you do? That, that didn't change, it may, it, and so for me, I think it was, it made the transition easy that it gave me confidence when I got back to see it was you know similar. Mm-hmm. I, I was able to hit the ground running, my role, like you said, was, it wasn't exactly what I did before, um, but it was similar. And so I was, it felt like I was able to hit the ground running pretty quickly once
0: I, once I came back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. Well, that's, uh, that's great to hear. Uh, because I think that's something that relaunchers who are going into a financial analysis field, or, you know, one of the more technical areas of um, investment banking or the financial services in general, think about that piece of it. And and that, that's something that they they get concerned about. So great to hear uh, about your actual experience um, uh, get, getting back into it. Um, can you tell us a little bit more? I just want to jump back to um, the uh experience itself. Like how many people were in your cohort? How long was it? Um, and where there, are you still in touch with people in that cohort? Yep. So when I completed the program, you know, we had a pretty large
1: class the year I, I joined. It can vary year to year. I think it was about 25 of us, um, mm-hmm. in the program and the program was 10 weeks, this internship. Um, one of the things I really liked about the program was the firm provides several days of training as well as networking within your class. And then also they did a lot of roundtables and with some of the senior leaders of the firm, as well as like just getting you to know the firm and the different areas of the firm. And so we did that for a few days where it was just like sort of the setup for your returnship experience. Um, and then once you hit your desk, you kind of are working in your team, but you have this network of other people who have done, uh, who are returnship Currently, but also sort of the network of alumni within the firm that you can, you know, talk to and reach out to as you're as you're going through your returnship program. I still keep in touch with some, you know, a lot of people have moved on into different areas and, and, and outside the firm. There's still a, a few of us from my class that are still here that I that I keep in touch
0: with. Mm hmm. Um, did you do any specific updating like I remember looking at my old finance books and my old um, transactions that I worked on and I met with old colleagues and grilled them on, you know, why don't we do this kind of product anymore and what's this new one what does this stand for and how does this work and, and I remember being like super obsessed with the weighted average cost of capital formula I thought they were going to ask me that in the <laughs> interview. Or, or I have to like produce it, like in the middle of some conversation that was going on. Once I was back at work, any of that, um, like ring familiar with you, or how did you approach it? I did a little
1: bit of that. I think because my timing wasn't sort of what I had expected. I had initially thought it would be next the year after, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I did a little bit of that. I started looking at you know the markets and what was going on in the markets, and um, I knew a couple people. I I. I actually knew someone in the group that I was interviewing with. So I was able to ask them, how are they thinking about things? So I think I, I would say I did do some research on my own. I tried to leverage my network of people that I knew. Um, ironically, a lot of the people I knew were, you know, not through my, some were through prior work experience, but some were actually other moms from my kid's school that, oh. you know, I was able to reach out to and, and, and That's leverage. Pretty. So, Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I did do some, I think just the timing worked faster than I had expected. I think if I was Mm -hmm. doing a longer search, I would have done more of it.
0: And had, had you been like, like, I didn't even read the wall street journal that much when I was on career break, were you kind of keeping up in that way or, or in, in even like superficially about what was going on in the markets or just even in the business world more broadly?
1: Yes, I was um, a little bit just because I would read the news and I'd I'd scan the journal. I definitely wasn't doing what I used to do or what Mm -hmm. I do now, but I was definitely looking at it. But I went through periods where I weren't, when Mm -hmm. when I wasn't, because my focus was, you know, small children, and um, I ran a parents' association at some point. So like there were different time periods where I was not as focused on it, but I always stayed, you know, connected to it in some way, at least trying to stay. Up to speed. But once mm-hmm. I started this process, then I became very, very regimented in terms of making sure I knew what was going on in the markets and, and everything else.
0: Mm-hmm. So I hope our listeners are are making a note of that because the idea that, that Lori was keeping up even um, like on the edge of it, it is much better approach than what I did where I was just like not keeping up at all. And I remember I, of course, didn't come through a program because I relaunched 20 years ago and they didn't have programs, but, but um, I remember that I had to resubscribe to the Wall Street Journal and read it intensely for like uh, cover to cover when you actually had a paper um, for a good six months before I felt like I had a handle on what was going on in the business world. And, you know, having essentially missed the 90s, uh, there was a tremendous amount of, you um, consolidation that was going on in the financial services during that time. And um, companies were merging and failing and changing names. And I, I remember being freaked out that I was going to answer some question uh, and mention a company that didn't exist anymore. Um, and there was another reason I felt like I had to be up to date. But Kudos to you for for um, uh, at, at least somewhat keeping up to date uh, while while you were on career break. Um, so I just want to recap here. So you worked at GE Capital for nine years. You took a, do you say a seven-year or eight-year career break? It was like
1: seven years by, I think, the time that I started at Goldman.
0: Got it. Um, and then you relaunched through at Goldman through the Returnship Program in 2015. And five years later, you made Managing director. That is just, first of all, congratulations. That's just <laughs> so awesome. Thanks, um, and I just want to um, ask you, I mean, obviously you're a stellar performer and that's why that happened. But aside from that, do you attribute that faster than usual ascent to the fact that you're a relauncher and you kind of picked up where you left off or, or what, what were some of the factors there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say there's there's always a lot of factors mm-hmm. <laughs> and things yeah. you have to rely on and leverage to to get to where you are. So, you know, I think the attending the iRelaunch conference was definitely the first step to put on onto this path. Um, and it and it was interesting because when you're out. For the length of time that I was out, it can be intimidating thinking about going back and what have you missed and how are the people going to look at you and all of that. And I think when I went to that, it was a really good grounding of, you know, think about your skill sets, think about your prior experience, even put your recent experience in perspective and what you've learned and what you've done while you've been out. And so that was sort of my my first step in the process. Um, I, I do think it helped me that I went into something that was similar to what I had done before, at least in terms of, you know, your comment on the timing of making managing director. Because it was a, it was a, a I was able to hit the ground running and and had a lot of similar experience and and uh, a lot of knowledge in the in what I was my new role was. So I think that really helped. Um, and then I think I had a lot of support at the firm. I was fortunate and lucky to end up in a team that sort of needed someone with my skill sets. And uh, I had managers who really supported me throughout the process and gave me opportunities to continue to expand and learn. so so there's that I would I would say I would also attribute it to sort of my personal support system. So even when I was thinking about doing this and I started to get nervous about starting the my returnship once I had the offer, you know my best friend was I, I would talk to her about it and she's like it's 10 weeks you can do anything for 10 weeks just <laughs> you know, I know you can do this. Don't worry about it. You mean, she was, you know, she was, she was like, it gives you an opportunity. You're trying them out too, which was a different Mm -hmm. perspective than I had had going into it. So that was a big part of it. And then, you know, personally, I had a very supportive husband who was, you know, willing to, when I said, I'm going to be doing this and for 10 weeks, this has to be, you know, my priority. I need your support. And he was fully uh, supportive of me and, and, from that point in time, all through, you know, the managing director process, everything, mm-hmm. which has been, which is key. So I've been very fortunate in, in that I had a lot of areas of different support um, to, to get to where I was because obviously it, it takes a village.
0: Yeah, wow. You know, um, I wanted to ask you one more question about on the personal side, on you know, what's going on on the quote home front. Um, so as from your kids' perspective, how do you think they'll be talking about this period um, like 10 years from now?
1: You know, I think it's interesting because I, I remember when I, I told my youngest, she was like, no, <laughs> I don't want you to go. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think if when I remind her of that now, she's like, no, it's good. You know, I think mm-hmm. and I think they can see that it's important. I have girls. Right. And I, mm-hmm. I took a break to, to raise my girls. and I think it's important for them to see me um, in a different view than just mom. Um, mm-hmm. And so going back to work uh, definitely helped with that. So I hope when they have their career and their family at some point that they can get the perspective of what it meant to sort of take a long break and then to, to sort of jump back in to the deep end of the pool um, mm-hmm. and sort of uh, the accelerated path thereafter.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, because we do sometimes speak with grown children of people who relaunched like, years before 15, 20 years before. And sometimes they'll just say, I don't even really remember, you know, that like, when my mom went back to work, uh, I she was, I, for me, I kind of just remember she was always working. So it depends what age, you know, of course, that happens. Um, when the kids are younger, sometimes they don't remember when they're older. Um, they do remember, but we've and ve- we've consistently um, heard very res- positive responses from kids about uh, the uh, whole idea of their mom or dad, like their parent going back to work um, after, after taking a career break and really what it meant for them um, in, in a lot of different ways. And part of it is the role modeling and the idea that you can be doing different things at different points in your life. And, and I, I think it's a great example um, to set for them. All right. So any specific advice to relaunchers who are anticipating a return to work on Wall Street or in financial services in general, um, in terms of the pace, in terms of um, getting back up to speed, um, just anything they should be doing in advance. Let's say someone's planning um, two years from now or one year from now. uh, Any advice to them?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think, and I think that there are a lot of opportunities on Wall Street and in financial services. And I think people have recognized that, you know, people who have taken a break, but have experience are valuable. So I, I would, I would first off say that they should definitely not limit themselves and they should explore those options. I do think it's important to try to prepare the best you can. So doing research and getting up to speed on what What's going on in the market, reading the Wall Street Journal are all key tips. And then I think the other thing I would say is, you know, recognize the network of people you probably have that you may not be thinking of as a network, right? Like um, several of my kids' classmates' moms were instrumental to me in terms of this process of, you know, A, getting my returnship role, B, starting full-time at Goldman and along along the way. So, you know, I think, you know, you don't have to think of it just that way, but, you know, there are people out there and, and I found the people who have gone back to work are very supportive of others who are trying to make that, that progress, even if it's not in the role or the firm that you're looking at, you know, they, people might have good advice that you can leverage and, and they might have a network of people that you can also leverage.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Question for you about when you were um well, I guess it was more accelerated relaunch than you thought because uh, of that quick deadline after the conference. Um, But were you in touch with any of your former colleagues at GE Capital? And was um, any of that interaction helpful to you in in terms of, I don't know if they were references. I don't know if they were helping you get up to speed of what was going on in the market. What what were those conversations like? And did you reach out to people um, after really not being in touch for for seven years?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I did start to reach out to people, but um, it was sort of in the same time frame when I was starting to an interview and and already down the path. Just because it wasn't um, the timing wasn't as long as I had expected, mm-hmm. but I also did it because I was like, if this doesn't work out, right? I'm thinking about going back to work. There could be other opportunities, so it made sense for me to do that. And I think that it's always helpful to reach back to people you've had a good relationship with who know you know your work product, your skill set, um, because I you know there are definitely people who are going to be willing to help you out. So it it was a step I took. It just, given the, the timing of everything, it wasn't one that I, I, you know, explored or pushed for that much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, that comes back to this concept of frozen in time, which was one of the first concepts that we recognized at I Relaunch, that I relaunched that uh, Vivian Raven and I recognized from our own relaunches uh, that we wrote about and back on the career track before we even uh, formed, uh, I co-founded I Relaunch. And I remember when I got in touch with people who I used to work with at Drexel, there used to be actually an annual Christmas party that everyone would still go to. It was kind of like a reunion. And every year people would say, um, so what's going on? I'm like, well, oh, home with the kids, home with the kids. And then I think in year 10, I was like, thinking about going back to work. And then right away, they were like, really? Let's have lunch. Let's talk. And they were super supportive. And they were almost... More confident and enthusiastic about the prospect of me successfully relaunching than I was about myself, and I think that that was in part because they didn't think about the intervening years (laughs) when I was home with the kids, they only remembered me as I was before, yeah. So, yeah, for sure, powerful, yeah. Um, okay, so, uh Lori, this has just been such a great conversation and really appreciate uh, everything that you've shared. I want to ask you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something we've already talked about today?
1: Sure. You know, I think as I look back at my experience, one thing I keep in mind is that, you know, a successful career isn't defined by any particular moment and it doesn't have to be a traditional or linear career path. So everyone has skills and experience that can be leveraged even, you know, after a career break or in a different role. And so the biggest thing is to have confidence in what you bring to the table and be willing to take those opportunities, even if it wasn't what you planned, which is Mm -hmm. sort of what happened with me. And I had, I fortunately had people who, you know, reminded me of that as I was going through this process. And I I think it's important to, to realize that, you know, the skills and and experiences you have are valuable and can be put to work in in so many different ways. And so to have confidence in that.
0: That's great. And, you know, it's just reminding me of of a couple more questions. One is um, are there plenty of people within Goldman who don't even know that you took a career break because you've already been back for uh, five, six years
1: now? Yeah, there, there's, plenty of people um, that, that probably have no idea.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, do you think of yourself, I mean, here you are on this podcast and we're talking about your time as a relauncher and your time in the returnship program. Um, do you still feel like a relauncher? Is like is it I know your years you're, you're years ahead now of um, when you when you relaunch, but is that something that's still part of your identity in some way? Yeah, I think very much it is. I think it gives you perspective, right? And uh,
1: I think that's important. I think I'm a a different person than I was in the early stages of my career. And and some of that is attributed to my different experiences when I was not in the workforce. Um, And so I do. And I think, you know, I I, I think it's, it can be a more challenging path, um, right? And so I think, like a lot of things, you look back on it, and you realize, like, I'm really happy that I was able to do what I did because, you know, it wasn't straightforward,
0: Mm -hmm. you know?
1: And, uh, and so it is part of who I am.
0: Yeah. You know, what Goldman started in 2008 is, is uh, expanding all over the place and, and actually, you know, Wall Street led the very, the first wave of return to work activity and then, The tech or tech infused companies, companies that have technology at the core and different industries led the second wave. And now, right now in real time, we're seeing the third wave being led by the public sector. And I think that's gonna be very important for relaunchers going forward, so. For sure,
1: it's awesome, it's awesome to hear.
0: Thanks for joining us, Lori. It was great to meet you. Thanks, Carol, appreciate you having me on. And thanks for listening to 321 iRelaunch, the podcast where we discuss return to work strategies, advice, and success stories. I'm Carol Fishman-Cohen, the CEO and co-founder of iRelaunch and your host. For more information on iRelaunch conferences and events, to sign up for our job board, and to access our return to work tools and resources, go to iRelaunch.com. And if you like this podcast, be sure to rate it on Apple Podcasts and your favorite podcast platform, and be sure to share this podcast with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media. Thanks for joining us.